Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, you and me and a bunch of other people, including my client Haley, who the other day we had a, a session, and uh, Haley, Haley turned 40 uh, last August, so about eight months ago. And uh, she's a therapist, and she's this really amazingly beautiful, wonderful woman, and uh, is a coach and uh, uh, helps people train physically in different ways. And she's looking at shifting her life from um, working in Silicon Valley to uh, a more country lifestyle. Uh, she hates the traffic in the Silicon Valley and just wants to stop doing all of that. And uh, But she loves being active, physically active, and helping other people be physically active. And somehow she's connected to the idea that if she stops working in Silicon Valley at this particular place that's pretty prestigious, that somehow she's going to start getting fat and old. In fact, her family members, her aunts and cousins, and even her mother has said, look, you're going to get fat because that's part of our family history. You know, once you start getting into menopause and, you know, you're going to get sedentary and you're going to get fat. And so here's this beautiful, vivacious, uh, active woman who's 40, who's worried about aging and what will happen to her as if she's not at choice. And it's funny when we think about hormones or menopause, any kind of hormonal for men or, or women, that we think that that's the structure of our, our DNA that's been being passed down to us. So that's what's going to happen to us. And there's so much research these days that says that we can shift our DNA. We can turn it on or we can turn it off, uh, depending on our uh, supplements, on, on our health, uh, our emotions, our environment. We, we have all kinds of control over our DNA that we didn't think we had control over in the past. So there's a lot of fallacies, there's a lot of myths that we continue to grow into or, or utilize as our truth when it's not true. And a lot of those myths and uh, cultural norms which we think are true aren't true. And uh, someone who's 40 or even probably in 30s and much as I mentioned earlier, uh, in uh, another podcast that, you know, our sexual decline supposedly happens way back for men, early 20s. And we worry about it. And man, that's a lot of energy that we're putting into aging issues at a very early age. So when Haley and I were speaking in our in our session, it was uh, asking, I ask a lot of questions as a coach. It's, uh, I'm very curious, but that curiosity is more in the line of a thinking partner. Like, what has you think this way? What is it that you want to have happen in your life and what needs to shift so that you can actually have that occur? And so in terms of Haley thinking about herself aging and becoming fat, it's really up to her to make those decisions on how active she is, how sedentary she is, uh, the kind of lifestyle that she chooses. It's really all up to her. 40. Is this me aging? Like, is this where I'm headed? Is this where I'm going? Sort of into the, the encroaching decrepitude. Is this what's ahead of me? And this kind of thinking is so pervasive, even on an unconscious level, we don't even know that these kinds of thoughts are occurring, except when we do, uh, as as Haley brought up, 
uh, today that these are thoughts that she's thinking about and worrying about. And, uh, you know, so part of this is this series is to begin to tap into those consciousness, uh, those conscious thoughts, but also the unconscious thoughts that are occurring continuously in us that actually exacerbates or uh, engages the aging process sooner. Uh, we create a lot of wear and tear on our bodies and our, our emotional system, on our mental systems with worry but also with the negative thinking of any kind. Uh, I mentioned a number of podcasts ago that uh, there's studies that says 70% of the, the time that we're thinking, the 70% of the thoughts that we think is negative in nature. And those negativities continually uh, bring in the hormones that uh, have us be in a fight or flight or freeze uh, situation. I mean, we, we go into flight or fight, we're in anxiety or anxiousness, and um, that creates a lot of wear and tear. Uh, it's partly normal. So for some of us, we were brought up in families that were so, well, any kind of dysfunction, any kind of anxiousness, especially for young, young children, we don't know how to articulate that we're anxious. We don't know how to, how to understand it or, or control our circumstances. Many of us aren't in control, especially when we're toddlers or, or earlier infants. Um, and so we're in these uh, states of anxiousness or unknowingness, uncertainty, like why is the world feel this way? Why is there uh, perhaps some angry energy or energy that just doesn't feel loving around? And, and we, we, we start to develop uh, an ability or capacity to be with that anxiousness. It's just normal for us to do that. But then as we get older, we think that that's, what we, that's how we operate. That's the level of, we'll say, cortisol and adrenaline that we produce every day because that's normal, something that we, we, we learned how to do a very long time ago. So the point of all of this is that there's a point where we can choose to see how we're thinking we can see, choose to think how we want to see the world, how we want to see ourselves in uh, the future, how we want to be. And again, we're, how we be in the future is, is who we are in a sense right now, but maybe a little bit more so. Uh, one of my clients, Carol, her mom is 97 and her mom is... Um, not the nicest person to be around. And, and uh, Carol says she's, you know, she's narcissistic. And this is at 97 years old. And this woman is still uh, pervasive in her attacking of other people and putting other people down and judging them. This is who that woman has always been. She has always been that kind of person, that attitude, the uh, judgy, uh, um, opinionated, uh, me first kind of person. And here Carol is 67, and she's like still upset that her mom is this way and that her mom continues to treat her this way. And it's as if she thinks, Carol thinks that somehow her mom's going to be different. And again, who we, who we have been in our 20s or 30s or 40s is most likely who we're going to be in our 50s, 60s, 70s, 90s, into our 90s or until we die until we make a different choice, until we see that, no, I don't want to be sedentary and heavy and, um, and complacent. And I don't want to complain about joints 
and um, just problems. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to see myself differently, maybe develop different attitudes about myself in the world so that I'm not uh, cultivating negative thinking so much. So one of the things you may notice is that rarely do I give you three or four things to do to have a better life as a aging person or as a person at all. What I want you to do is make those choices for yourself. Uh, too often when I've shared, and this is true, I think when people say, this is what you should do, here's some things to do. Um, 99% of the time people haven't done, even though they've asked me, what should I do? And I tell them what to do. They don't do it. So I've learned a long time ago in my work with people that I love giving you the opportunity to think for yourself and to make choices that are best for you. Uh, you might decide to do yoga because you like that kind of movement. You might decide to do Tai Chi. You might decide to go to the gym or, uh, or sail or something that's active if you want to. You, you may choose to be sedentary. It, it, it's, it's all a matter of choice. And the choices will give you the outcome that you can anticipate. And that's choice, right? That's empowering you to have the choices that you make and know the outcome that's probably inevitable. So rather, regardless of whether you're like, like Haley, who's 40 and wondering how you're going to age, is this me aging? <laughs> Um, or, or whether you're in your 60s or 70s. Yes, this is you aging. And, um, and it's a grand adventure. All right, that's pretty much it for now. I look forward to talking to you again. Bye for now.